0: All right, well, welcome, everybody. Uh, It's your host, Garrett Maragute. I'm so excited to be here today. Uh, I'm going to be joined by a special guest, um, the current CMO of Matterport. It does like really cool 3D visualizations. I think Robin will be able to explain it better, as well as the ex-CMO of WeWork and other brands you respect. So excited to have you here today with us, uh, Robin.
1: Thanks for having me, Garrett. Uh, I'm coming to you live. It's 10 o'clock here in Copenhagen. Excited to be here. Uh, thanks for having me on your show. 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. Like what p. level p. are we? Yeah, p.m. Oh p. my
0: <laughs> god, <I'm> already asleep. <laughs> How are you awake right now? So 10- you no, know
1: right? yeah, just took a of yeah. shots of
0: espresso. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, for everybody tuning in, the the format of the show is Robin and I don't know who we're about to do a live audit for, and I'm genuinely curious. And so what we do right now, Robin, is we ask Ryan, our producer behind the scenes to spin the wheel. So, Ryan, can you spin the wheel for us? Oh, malware bytes. okay, I like that one. Bamboo. <laughs> Skillshare and Wordstream, I'd be curious, almost, let's see where we end up. Oh, yes, Bamboo HR, cool. Okay, Have okay, you heard cool. of Bamboo HR before, Robin?
1: I've heard the name. I honestly don't really know uh, them in detail, so this will be fun.
0: Yeah, so from my understanding, um, they're a little bit of like an outsourced um, HR provider. So okay. your okay. startup something. You don't want to build out a whole people ops unit yet, okay. but you want to be, you know, doing all these things, but let's go share our screen. Let's do it live and see okay. all right. we want. So what we're going to look at now is kind of the way we like to start is we're going to go to their website first okay, and take a look at it and kind of see, you know, what we think. Just initial first impression, right? Mm-hmm. HR software with a heart. Let's you focus on people, not process. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it sounds like they got an admin angle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, This yep. looks like their little panda guy. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if they'll stay throughout. Um, mm-hmm. We got some people. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Cool. Okay. So it looks like it helps you do with hiring, onboarding, uh, compensation, yep. and- Can, uh, you Can you scroll up yeah. again
1: a little bit? I just wanna see, okay. Okay, yeah, All right. okay. Okay, so I gotta say I'm glad. I'm you know I'm, I'm glad we didn't get a company where I know the CMO. That
0: would have been awkward. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is good. So we're gonna have fun uh, with our constructive uh, feedback of what we would do. Right. The goal of this okay. is to say if we showed up a CMO, what would we attack? It's not that our approach is necessarily better than theirs. It's more okay. if we were CMO, what would we do? And um, We want to kind of find three core pillars of what we might do different. It looks Mm -hmm. like they have, you know, some people here doing some social proof. Yeah. Interesting homepage. Mm -hmm. And one of the other things I like to do is I like to go on G2.
1: Okay.
0: And I like to go to their three star reviews. And I found that your three star reviews can sometimes be the most illuminating around where your gaps are. Mm -hmm. Um, Because these are people that really didn't hate you or love you, right? They're just kind of, I think, sometimes the most honest in a certain sense. And so I like to go find these three stars and take a look. And what we can do right here is look at what do you dislike? Not too much functionality. The way you assign tasks doesn't allow for a lot of detail. There's also, let's mm-hmm. see, recommendations. This is my favorite. If reporting and integrations are important to you, make sure that you ask about their plans to beef up those elements. Interesting. Yeah. OK. Um, Sounds like you're know describing
1: me. as an ATS solution. I mean, I used to work at LinkedIn. and uh, We were about to release our own version of an ATS. And, and certainly, yep. we partnered and integrated with a lot of ATS solutions out there. Um,
0: we do a ton on ATSs here, right? Mm-hmm. We've got a lever as a client in the past. Uh, and then I use LinkedIn Recruiter, right? Their ATS. I also have um, currently, as an ATS, I use Jazz HR. Um, but, you know, those people aren't necessarily playing in the game of gusto and zenefits right? Where you got benefits mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Well, this is like, if you're looking for something affordable and very easy, mm-hmm. then this service is for your HR, right? So you kind of have this idea. Very much an SMB product. It's looking like, yeah. Um, more pre-canned. This will work if you need something that integrates well. It might not be the right fit. So, mm-hmm. I've already seen multiple people mention integrations. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. My thought is, let's if we go back, and this is true by the way, right? If you've got Gusto, you want to make sure if you know you got your 401k with someone else that it integrates. If you got your 401k here and you run payroll through ADP, you want to make sure it integrates right so yeah yeah let's go see Great. if they even talk about integrations
1: not much really at all do they have anything maybe it's in the top line menu a lot of times it is like integrations or yeah. uh, something like that
0: i didn't see up there earlier i don't no. i don't freaking here mm-hmm. so here's a little trick of my trade So it's okay. in their marketplace. It's
1: marketplace, interesting, yeah.
0: But I don't think I saw the marketplace and I wouldn't have thought that. No. Okay. So I got a little thing in the back of my head now um, <laughs> around <laughs> integrations, um, yeah. which I think goes back to usability of products. So what's your take, you know, Robin, as we get, you know, I want to obviously bring your insights here. What's your take around how, like, When people try to experience the full value your product creates and there's limitations, what's your take on addressing that, right? Like at Matterport, Mm -hmm. you historically required hardware. I see you guys are pushing towards iPhone. Obviously, a restraint in the value creation process is getting it into the product. What's your take on addressing that? Do you hide? Do you hit it first? Do you hit it second? Mm -hmm. Like, How do you address that type of thing?
1: Um, It's a good question, So, so first of all, for those of you who don't know what Matterport is or what we do, so we're a 3D capture solution, you know, we create beautiful virtual experiences, and for the longest time we required you to have a Matterport camera, but now we've opened it up so you can really do it with any device, even the ones that you have in your pocket, an iPhone and soon to be Android, so that's just a little bit of history. In terms of, of, of the limitations, yeah, I think I think you just got to be honest around it with, at the beginning of the, the cycle. I don't, I certainly wouldn't put it in the messaging. I think it's awkward if you don't have the right integrations that people are looking for. Uh, but at some point, it will probably come up. So you just got to be very honest. Also, it can derail a conversation, a sales cycle, very very quickly. As I think we've, we've probably seen. And it's interesting when you look at their their homepage. You know, I think they've done a really good job of like trying to personify something that's honestly a little bit hard to like understand what it is. You know, I think it's a little bit of the Salesforce playbook. You know, they have their cute old characters related yep. to Salesforce. Here you've got like the, the panda bear, which is is, is kind of cute, I think. But the the messaging itself, I don't, don't think it's specific enough. I always say this to my team, you know, when it comes to, to messaging, you know, we really have to be able to say that we're the first or the best or the only one to do something, And we have to be able to say statements where only our name can go next to it. If you if you put if you come up with generic statements, then you can literally always insert other companies' names there, and you haven't really honed that message enough. And when I look at that kind of sub tagline, is said like, "Well, it was it process not people, or people not process?" Something like that. Yeah, um, I mean, literally, you could probably insert so many other ATS systems or HRIS systems in that category, uh, and which makes it a little bit hard for me instantly to know what it is that you're trying to do uh, or what it is that you're trying to sell me. So it's not. I, 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 so there's there's some goodness there. I think that that this softness of trying to juxtapose something that's a little maybe, I think not that 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 easy to comprehend. It's just like a CRM system, is like, what, how do I even personify it? Salesforce has done a good job. I think they're doing a good job of that. But but the messaging needs to be tightened up a little bit. And maybe the messaging is if you want to be able to say you're first or best or the only one, maybe you hammer on your integrations or your ease of use yeah. or your custom. Like, what is it that you're hanging your hat on trying to be everything to everyone it's really tough it's really tough
0: no i agree and i think you know a couple of things i saw here Mm -hmm. that threw me off okay Mm -hmm. let's do it all right let's have some fun so like you said don't say things that anyone can say because you can swap the logos out i think that's brilliant i think the other thing is you're pushing for self-onboarding because that's the marketplace This marketplace does self-onboarding, yet you don't talk about price. That, to me, is insanity when you're running marketing for self-onboarding, right? Mm -hmm. Because we do a lot here on the enterprise B2B side, right? Like Sumo Logic or things like that. And they're all even there moving to dev onboarding. They're trying to get developer first. They're trying to get to their end user, right? Like champion marketing. They want to get someone from the organization to become a champion, experience value on the product and then grow, land and expand. Very similar to right. sales model, marketing is pursuing. Yep. Well, the biggest friction, even more so than anything at the end of the day, really, is pricing. Mm-hmm. And it's hidden right here yeah, on right. the bottom of the software, right? Yeah. Now, I would argue people who hide it normally also hide the price. Yeah. yeah. Let's see and that, that, that appears. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be, yeah. Yeah.
1: And in, in, in today's world, honestly, in 2020, there's really... I think no excuse to hide a price. There really isn't. I mean, you got to be transparent. There, you might have some very you know, specialized pricing for certain use cases, certain like situations, maybe even like massive volume and so on, but you really got to have a price there because it allows p- person to like put you in a category whether or not they, they even want to do business with you. So that's, that's number one. The second thing is also, they are pushing heavily obviously to try it for free, which I think is, is a great call to action, but I don't know what I'm trying. So you're, 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 Trying to get me to try something where I don't not really sure what it is that I'm going to be doing yet, and so it's like it's like it's nearly a step too aggressive. It's like when I get these you know, in mails on LinkedIn saying hey let's set up a call next week you know I'm like I haven't even met you yet I have no idea what you do it's like it's a little like <laughs> the preemptive close let's get to know each other a little bit first.
0: A billion percent I think that I wish I wasn't I use Gusto but Gusto's so darn good at this it's hard to beat them like. If you go to pricing, for example, yeah, you can see it all, and then you click get started, and then immediately you go into this really custom experience, and they let you know no credit card required. Now, oh. you know we spent a lot of time optimizing, for example, and I like to use this as an example, mm-hmm. um, this kind of environment where you have, you know, no credit card required, up and running in minutes, regions, yeah. very simple. Um, this to me, if I was CMO would be the first place I'd start because I think I'd get the most leverage by increasing activation and I'd have increasing marginal returns. In other words, I'd improve my LTV CAC, I'd improve all my financials. and I'd look great in front of the board within 90 days by simply decreasing psychological friction of my product. Do you integrate with my payroll? How much does it cost? What is, when I sign up, do I need a credit card? Right, like I can try it for free, but then like, let's see what happens, right? So we go through this. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, and I'm not, see, all, I'm, not, 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 I'm not a fan when you have uh, multiple pages either. I always feel like I'm like waiting psychologically to like, what's gonna be there on the next page? Are they gonna ask me for an arm and a leg in terms of cost, my credit card or something? Or are they gonna ask for a gazillion fields industry, blah, blah, blah. So it's just a psychological factor of like seeing this step one of two. Just make it yeah. one simple step. That's all. Let's let's see what's on the second page. I'm curious about this.
0: Yeah. So I'm put in your
1: password, it. say it out loud so everybody can hear it. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> now I'm gonna get the email. Darn it, Robin. Now I'm getting in the sales process. Um, the work phone,
1: company, okay. oh,
0: employee size, and then create account. Now, you see, it's like here. Like you're,
1: you're already, I think, asking for a little bit too much. There are ways to get around this. There, are, there are lots of apps, platforms out there that will automatically connect you with this kind of information, and you're just putting more friction in the process of me signing up. And don't get me wrong,
0: You got all those people that will help you enrich data, right? Same, same. I'm going through with Matterport, actually. Like you know, this,
1: the, the sign up process was a little overcomplicated. Now it's getting more simple. we and we're constantly focusing on can we get it down to like one single thing that we're asking for. That's the ultimate goal, right? Um, So,
0: I'm totally with you. No, I love that, I love that. Now, you're in the business a lot of times, right, where people bring you in, Robin, it looks like, to help um, generate demand for a category that is functional, it's usable. People want it, when they see it, they're like, oh my God, finally something exists. Yes. Um, Content's gotta be big on that, right? Because not only the way you communicate the value of the brand in your transactional messaging, let's say on your homepage, but also in your content marketing. So let's take a look here at HR. Yeah. At some of the stuff they're doing and see kind of, you know, I love this type of content. I've always found this kind of content to do really, really well. Um, let's see how it looks. Oh, Jesus. Um,
1: uh, yeah. What's okay. Can you can make make it a little bit bigger? Because because I also can I can yeah. make it size bigger. It's fine. There you go. Is this That's help good. Yeah. yeah It's all good.
0: So my let's see. My initial feedback already goes to like how uninspiring, right? Like I I want to feel excitement in this moment so that yep. I actually leverage it. Let's go mm-hmm. something simple. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's go here. Let's just yeah, yeah. you know keep it. Real simple. I wonder
1: how many people really know the answer to all this, or they just could give, give bogus information. That's, That's
0: actually a great point. Let's let's just do yeah. that, Robin. So let's say your POC mm-hmm. doesn't know this. Yeah. So you're like, either I put in bogus
1: information, which means I'll get a bogus answer, or maybe I just going to kind of take the time because it seems like uh, I'll do it later, you know? So, um Again, I'm not not like an HR expert. Maybe maybe every HR expert knows this, but it it is like I'm I'm not sure they would know all that information just off the top of their head, especially around like how many are we hiring. Well, it's such a it's such a floating number, you know. Unless I think you're in an organization that's super stable, which I don't think many companies are at this point. Especially if you're dealing with SMB, which is what it looks like they're dealing with. Like knowing exactly how many you're going to hire and so on, I I think it's going to be a hard one to answer.
0: It's going to be a guess. Concept of it, though, right? Because we're trying to show the value of the product. Yeah, so, yeah I yeah. just wonder why don't you, if we're just being real, right? Take yeah. their entire customer base, which they have access to, anonymize it, average out the data, and mm-hmm. then slap right here on our freaking homepage. Mm-hmm. Sign like, what, watch like, what? What if we did this, right? So, like, what mm-hmm. if we took your same concept of earlier and and we said small businesses save. Mm-hmm. Two you know uh point five billion dollars a year on our platform. Mm-hmm. And then we change this button that says instead of try for free, it says see how much you could save, right? And we master this frictionless value-centric onboarding, and then it says things and we have pricing self-evident and it says starting from X amount per month and yeah. it's this whole flow, right? Where immediately I've experienced it and I'm ready to go. Does that
1: make sense? It, it totally does. I, I'll tell you, you know, um, I mean, in order to get anybody's attention, people's attention spans are, are, are short these days, right? Um, yep. And so you need to have like a surprising fact, something I didn't know before that'll uh, enlighten me or at least, you know, uh, entertain me. And ideally in an ideal world, you do both. That's, that, that's kind of the holy grail. If you can entertain somebody and pride them with something they didn't know, it's great. So for example, when we uh, we were promoting Force.com and I was at Salesforce, this is this is probably over a decade ago now. Uh, the fact yeah. that we always led with was with Force.com, you can develop apps five times faster and half the cost. This just stopped everybody. They're like, wait, did I did I hear yeah. that right? Yeah. Five how, times faster. How and do half, I do it, right? now, now I'm interested. Tell me how. Nobody's going to say no to that value proposition. Nobody, right? It's like... So I can develop my apps five times faster than half the cost. Okay, I want to learn more. So now you're in the cycle and you're like, already you've opened your mind to wanting to learn more. And there's such an opportunity. If they have, they must have a lot of data at this company that they can probably mind to put out some surprising facts. Oh, you know, you can save this much money or onboarding is 10 times faster. We all know it's like integrating some of these systems can be a pain, right? So maybe it's an onboarding, maybe it's integration costs, maybe it's lower cost overall. There's so many opportunities to lead with something both surprising and entertaining, I think.
0: I love what you're saying, Robin. And like for me, if I were them, I would eviscerate the content playbook that everyone's following. Mm -hmm. And I would use all the data I have from my product and the companies. And I would just publish weekly reports, monthly reports, quarterly reports, annual reports. Here's, you know, average amount of new hires right now by industry. And you can see what industries are hiring, what industries aren't hiring, average salary by HR role by industry. Average CEO compensation by industry. Right? I mean, I could go for hours and hours across customer personas totally, totally. and things like that and never run out of content that was like compelling, that was newsworthy, that got links, that actually worked.
1: You know what I mean? Totally. And, one, and once then that data starts becoming mainstream, then you'll see it show up in news articles and in internal decks people are presenting to their executive teams, hey, we need to go with... Bamboo HR, because the data says this, or we need to optimize these systems and processes. So once that data becomes part of the psyche of the mainstream, you'll see it show up in decks and on other sites, podcasts, you name it. But such a great way of of having something, again, coming back to what I said at the beginning, what is it that you can say you're the first, best, or only one to do? They have so much data, maybe they lean into that story, right? It's such an opportunity for them.
0: No, hundred percent. It's not easy. Like Brian, you know, who runs our marketing here, it's something I'm working on with him is like, we have more SAS data than any other yeah. search marketing agency in the world. Right? We legitimately do. And yeah. we have first party data and third party data. And right, right. getting that to be the only content we talk about is a lot harder than you think because yeah. getting the data, normalizing the data, consistently analyzing and publishing it. Yeah. But I think it's a noble pursuit that goes back to your initial point. Like you said, now, a little nuanced thing, mm-hmm. I don't like mixed menus, I don't like having mm-hmm. like a blog menu that's different mm-hmm. than my home page because I can't mm-hmm. optimize it. Um, but I wanna get your feedback on this, Robin. Yeah. What do you believe, right? I see over here, Capture, Share, Collaborate, right? So that's three different yeah. use cases for your product mm-hmm. on Matterport. Mm-hmm. Here they have people hiring, onboarding, compensation, culture. Mm-hmm. In a platform, I'm guessing I can not just buy one in, right? Usually mm-hmm. these right, platforms right. are, you know, all mm-hmm. in. W- what's mm-hmm. your take on, like, communicating product value by features or solutions mm-hmm. or by use cases, right? Like, because I see yours, right? You have industries, which I love. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's also things like platform mm-hmm. with different roles. Yeah. Um, here, I don't see a lot of that. So in your mind, like... What's the best way? Since you know you do a lot of positioning and things like that, yeah. to do you go by use case? Do you go by role? Do you go by industry? Like, what do you have? You seen to be the most effective way for people to go. Uh-huh, I get the idea. And here's exactly how I'll use it. I mean, it,
1: it, I mean, in this case, it's so obvious to me. It's not always obvious for each company, right? You know, because the buyers can be very different. Like, so when I was at WeWork. If you're selling to a small business, for example, a lot of times the CEO you're selling to, or a COO who's out there trying to find a new office space. If you're it's a mid-sized company, they usually have a facilities team or something like that. And their large company certainly does, right? They have not just eight facilities, but per city and so on. So it's very different. Like, and sometimes the CFO is involved. At Matterport, we sell to retail, we sell to uh, real estate, commercial real estate. We sell to insurance, so it's all over. So we have to have specific messaging, but for this company, I assume they just sell to HR. Are people that the people team right and so this i think
0: people. ceo and hr right small businesses don't have hr that's where they're gonna use bamboo or they're a small business with hr and that lady or man is wearing way too many hats right so we got let's that's say two people yeah.
1: yeah okay that's 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 fair that's fair i mean let if they're really going for like tiny companies then then absolutely they, they usually when i was at vera i joined vera we were i think eight people we had uh, a consultant who was kind of doing she was kind of the uh Doing the finances, but also the HR systems, and she was doing a little better. So you're absolutely right. You're, you're absolutely right. But it wasn't the CEO that was doing it. We hired somebody because it's rarely the CEO's expertise to do that. It's usually still somebody who knows. So I still think. But but I always, yeah. always I always think this though. It's kind of like when you go give a presentation. If I'm going to give a presentation to a customer, and the customer says, "Oh, we're going to bring in the team to to hear your pitch," and they bring in ten people, and you know, there's lots of different personalities in this room. And yep. so who do you tailor the pitch to? And my, I have a rule of thumb. You always tailor the pitch to the most important person in the room. That's not always the most senior person, but it's always, you always got to tailor it to the most important person because that's the one yep. who ultimately will make this. Same here. Who's the most important audience for them? It's the HR yep. audience, the people yep. audience, right? So that's what I think they really got to uh, tailor the, the messaging to. HCO may be secondary, but, but it's not the main one, would be my guess.
0: I love that. So let's take that and make it practical, right? Cause I agree. I've been saying on podcasts and on stage and everything else, champion is more important than decision-maker. When we work with clients and I go talk to their team, and I meet with the CMO a lot of times they say, look, our ideal customer is the CFO here. I said, Hey, that's great. But what percent of your CFOs have bookkeepers? And they're like about 90% of them. And I said, well, let me tell you something about what I've seen with CFOs and that's, they don't go out and buy software. They right. tell their bookkeeper, hey, go get me three quotes. And That's right. That's right. so a lot of times in digital we miss that. So what if we did something like why bamboo mm-hmm. HR is why like mm-hmm. HR leaders mm-hmm. choose us, right? Mm-hmm. Something more right. like this.
1: Exactly. But
0: now all of a sudden you're get it's just I think so uncompelling right now. It's mm-hmm. like they're terrified of having an opinion. You got what I'm saying? Like everything here is so HR with the heart, right? Like focus on people, not process. Let's be great together. I don't think you could get fluffier. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's, well, that's what I, my, my first, one of my first comments is I still don't quite know what they do. You could insert a lot of companies there. Could you insert lever there? Maybe. Could you insert maybe what's it? uh, ADP? I don't know. There's a lot of these, there's a lot of these companies out there that, that do this, but, but let's, that's great. Um, let's you focus on people, not process. I and mean, that, that could be a lot of things, I think, really.
0: Well, they have award-winning services support. To me, I bet you this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. See, that's a great but, hook, actually, right? It's uh, sure. a great
1: hook because you're right. If they're going after SMBs, which it looks like they are, then, you know, you rarely have like a full-time staff just focusing on HR. And so like either you outsource it or you have somebody who's wearing multiple hats, like you were saying. So maybe yeah. this is a great hook that they can say we're the best at this. You know, we make it easy. So you don't have to spend time on this, right? You know, we can, you can lower your eight time spent on HR stuff. 50% I'm like, okay, great. You know, cause it's, it's a lot of like manual labor, you know, you have to do, I'm sure. When you have to set up uh, you know, medical and, and like people in the system, and they're coming and going, everything else. You know, and and it's also does hiring. You know, that's also a lot of work. So, if you can say like save you
0: fifty percent of time or something, I would be an yeah. instant hook. No, I agreed, right? Because my my point here is like ability to focus on people, not process. Prove it, right? Show yeah, exactly. me focusing on people. Here's all the time we save you in processes. Um, yeah. 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 So, as we're wrapping up here, Robin, I want you. To tell me if you can, in a perfect world, you know you show up, you are. Okay, teleport, Matterport's gone. I'm sorry. I know you're near and dear to your heart, Robin. You're now the CMO of Bamboo HR. Okay, it is day one. You got 90 days to make an impact before the board wants you to present. Kind of what your game plan is. What are the three big rocks you're gonna do as CMO at Bamboo HR?
1: So it's number one, definitely honing in on the messaging. What is the messaging that we're going to claim to be the best at? Um, And and just stake our claim on one thing and make it very clear what that one thing is. Number two is probably, you know, this is a, a very crowded category. I think it's very hard to stand out in this category. So it's like, how can we come up with something maybe that's a new category or something that differentiates us somehow, not just with our buyers, but also potentially with the experts and everybody else who's thinking about this. So we don't get lumped into everybody else. It's always the hardest thing when you get lumped in and instantly compared to so many other companies. It's super hard to differentiate yourself.
0: I like that. The third
1: thing is, it's just like making sure that the team, uh, the team's uh, like setup or chart, everything else is not shining through on the website, which I think a lot of times it does, you know? And so it's like, okay, we got this team. So we got to have a section for this team. we got to have this team. So we got a section, like, let's make sure that it's completely hidden. Like the most important thing is that we give clarity for people, what we do and make it easy for them to get to engage with us. So that, so there's no friction, take as much friction out of the process as we can.
0: Yeah. Robin, I love it. I love what you said too, about the team thing. I think it's so funny to me that as marketers, we're so worried about what the product team here has, what Amia wants, what APAC wants. I tell you, you done a lot of global stuff too, so you really get this, right? Like ours yeah. on a subdomain, we want a separate website. We <laughs> They're all different menus. But what right. we don't realize is all of us are in the business of being together. That's right. And That's exactly right. we need to create a jointed, not disjointed, That's right? marketing strategy that exactly consistently right. shows brand value. That's, um, it's, I, I wish yeah.
1: sometimes that people in my org didn't know my org chart because it doesn't really matter. The most important is that we're unified. Because they instantly go, "Oh, you got a you got a brand team, you got a demand team, you got a PR teams." Like it's like no, it's, and and they instantly assign values. Like no, the most important thing is that we're delivering these three things that we said we we're going to deliver.
0: That's all that matters. I love it. I love it. I'm gonna finish up with my three, uh, right. just because I don't know. I feel like somebody might care. I uh, I I, I focus on psychological friction, just like pricing. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't be competing with benefits and gusto in a digital world, and not mention price. You're just gonna get your butt kicked, right? So, I think having pricing, better onboarding, better, just like starting now. Mm -hmm. I, I can make the company and myself and my team look very good in 90 days by just getting some clarity around using our product onboarding and decreasing time to value. Like how quickly can I get someone to experience the value of my product? Um, number one, number two data, I got to get all that product data so that I start publishing the reports that the industry references. Mm -hmm. I think if you took that plus your category creation, right? So if you took the data to then say something only you could say in a category only you exist in, now we start to have price leverage, right? And exactly. we can say start started starting from $7 and say 11 because the four other dollars is because we're different than everyone. I have this saying that people pay more for different, they don't ever pay more for better.
1: Think about, think about Samsung. It's, yeah. it's a great example. Like when they, they came out with a CRM system that was in the cloud, right? And they didn't come out and try to compete on features versus all the other CRM systems. Because that would have just gotten into, a, oh, you have this, we have that, blah, 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 blah. No, no, they come out and say, we fundamentally have a different business model. We're a different company to do business. It instantly changed the conversation because they reinvented the business model. They invented SaaS, I think, for, for all intents and purposes. I'll probably get some comments on that, but it's more or less true. And so they changed the conversation, right, instantly. It wasn't about features anymore. It was about a different business relationship. That's powerful.
0: Yeah. I love that, Robin. I love that. I think, you know, the third thing I would do I would just get the messaging right like you said, man. Like I would start really just saying things that mattered. I think we're oh. they're so nervous. I can tell what it is. Like you can look at it and there's fear in the way they're writing their copy. It's mm-hmm. unconfident. They're not going on really confident in like who they are and what they believe in. And, and I think people can sense that. Like people want to work with the best and, and there's confident and there's arrogant, right? And there's a line, but I think you gotta be like confident and, and bold in your messaging.
1: agree. agree hundred percent. love it.
0: I love it. Well, for everyone listening and tuning in today, Robin, how can people follow you? Obviously you had some ton of wisdom, ton of insights. How can people follow you be a part of kind of what you got going on?
1: Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. I uh, got my LinkedIn right, right there to go. You got my uh, Twitter handle as well. Those are the two best ways. You can also hit me up. I'm Robin at Matterport.com if you want to send me some thoughts. Always happy to hear from you.
0: Awesome. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Robin. This was amazing. And that is our SaaS marketing makeover. Thank you, everybody. Take care. Bye.